Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Dear Joe King podcast with SJ and Eva B. We are a three-way Zoom podcast and thanks for listening. What's the news? Well, I've just dropped Joni at her first day at Big School Nursery. Yay! So, what's Big School Nursery? Someone may ask. What's up? It's the nursery at Jessie's Big School. So she's had yeah. a change of nursery. So it's in the big school environment with a uniform. Yeah, with the leggings. Oh, the leggings. And the leggings and the jumper. How did you get on? Um, and well, we had meltdown at home over the leggings and socks. That was. <laughs> you, you, I mean, you knew socks. that was coming. You, you knew, knew that, that was, was coming. coming. Yeah, mm. that, that that came full force. I got the full brunt of that. Hey, you! The socks are wrong. I hate these leggings. Yeah, fall. They're all bumpy. <laughs> oh god! Oh my gosh! So we tried on numerous socks. They were all wrong. Um, the leggings were wrong. It was like, it's like an attack of, you know, OCD. She was just like trying to get the socks, you know, flat under the leggings, pulling the leggings down, the leggings crinkling at the ankle, then pulling them up and crinkling oh. at the top. <laughs> just, they were on, they were off, they were oh. up, they were down. There was tears, there was rolling on the ground going, oh, yeah, oh, oh. Uh. Like, oh, and I, I was like, love, I just want you to be happy. Where, what do you want to wear? What, what, I just want you to be happy. I don't want you sad today. So we settled on tights under the leggings. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. wow. Yeah, anything, anything to Whatever. get out the door. Listen, yeah. if she said, I want to wear, you know, a bloody tiara and a, and a tutu, I would have been like, okay, yeah, that's fine. You but I really do. feel your pain there now. I, I hope it's a one day thing because I had that for years with Holly. I had it for years. You did, yeah. Yeah. Itchy. The tight, those tights are itchy. Yeah. They're scratchy. I can't wear, I won't wear the jumper. I can't. I had but that, but that, but that was but a condition. That, that, that was a condition. That that did, yes, wasn't but I didn't that you know discovered that. that way down the line, which is oh, very hard to not, yeah, not know. Yeah. Way down the line. And there wasn't many other symptoms. You're perfectly happy in school doing very well. So you don't think yeah. there's something wrong here. You just think no, of course. She's just very sensitive to fabrics yeah like it's yeah. just amazing it's well, this is like this amazing. is like a fixation it wasn't like the fabrics were annoying her but she was fixated on trying to get the everything just flat and straight with no crinkles and no bumps i totally hear that i'd be the same myself i'm like that with the bed sheets i'm like <laughs> bed sheets it's really to be a little you might would you have a little bit of ocd you oh, would yeah yeah, yeah, a, little, yeah. a little a healthy little dose of it a healthy dose of it i don't yeah. like crinkly sheets like in the bed no there's, there's crinkly, that's quite, do you iron them do you iron your sheets no god no, no. Oh, okay no, so my, okay no. so we're not you mean like you want it flat and smooth put made you know okay. like we all need that you yeah. can't be sleeping in a creaky bed. <laughs> well, what kind of a whore would sleep in a creaky Come and sleep with my whorey husband. <laughs> Wouldn't care. Anyway, go on. So did she get out the door? Once we got there, she was, she was, because we, we 
drop Jessie at the top gate and then she goes in the bottom gate. They have this split the, the drop-offs. You know, they're like a, a road apart. So we dropped him off and she was very quiet. And it's also lashing down here today. So it was all a bit wet and soggy, a bit miserable. But actually, when I walked her in, she was totally fine. She was calm as anything. She gave me a kiss and a smile. The teachers there are absolutely gorgeous and were, you know, greeting them, you know, taking them yeah. in and it was all very and you were it was very kind of smooth they didn't let you come in we did our stay and play yesterday so they were very much taken off us at, at the kind of just before you get to the door on the walkway in and it was kind of like oh okay and, the, and you're kind of you know <laughs> almost wanted to pull them back like i haven't said a proper goodbye hang on but it was like no they're coming with us now that's it that's it i was like oh, it's okay <laughs> yeah and you see once you saw everybody that was it she was distracted she was distracted yeah so i think yeah. also i mean she is used to being dropped at nursery for the last you know, two years. So, yeah. it you know, I didn't expect it to be a big issue, but it does feel in her world, I'm sure it feels like she's starting school because yeah. it's, well, it's a new a house. It was, it's, you know, the old nursery was a house. This yeah. is a huge old school that, you know, has about... Um, very good for her love very good isn't it very yeah. good yeah. prep for when she does start yeah exactly yeah, well exactly like, yeah it's what yes. i wish i did with jesse yeah. yeah yeah so she was she was fine and it's a shorter day for her there so i think she'd be i don't oh. even really expect there to be much of an adjustment you know who knows the tears might come tomorrow they might come on friday you know and tell us this did you have your big filming week last week all your big stuff the last two weeks were wow. all my big stuff yeah, and go my god how'd it, it go it was so intense, I have to say. Like, it was kind of, it was like equal measures of being brilliant and um, exhilarating and challenging. It was nonstop intense. The nature of the story is like lots of flashback, lots of present day. So story-wise, it's a lot to kind of keep, you have to keep reminding yourself where you are in the whole thing, where you're, what you're, what's happened, what your character knows, what you don't know. Um but then just what they're trying to shoot in a day is a huge amount of stuff. And then it was, it's just also quite a sort of frantic set. Like it's quite, the energy is consistently high octane from eight o'clock in the morning. It's just like, Oh, okay, here we go. And wow. it doesn't in this particular block, it doesn't let off, you know? So it's, it's also, but I had to very much, which I, I felt absolutely fine and able to do for the most part but just step back and not let not absorb any of that um it's quite the skill uh, that it's quite yeah. the skill but I suppose yeah. you know I've been doing it a long time as we all have and you do you you find your way of doing that over the years but I, actually some people don't and some of you know other people that I've, that I've worked with do absorb it and and it gets in the way of stuff which I also appreciate because we each have our own way of working I, I, I think <laughs> age has helped with that where you just kind of go yeah. as long as I'm doing my part and I know that I'm you know doing the best I can do and I'm bringing it every day and pushing myself the rest is kind of your shit yeah. you know if this is your totally. show I'll, I'll do my stuff but I don't feel that I'm not bearing the responsibility of and as long as I'm you're happy with what I'm what I'm doing then but Eva that's all you can do that's yeah. all you as can an do. actor exactly. you're just you're a piece yeah. in a yeah. huge absolutely episode. absolutely but you I'm see not- other other personalities do I think get very stressed by it there was one one occasion where I, I got oh, I a bit like because there was an emotional scene I had to just turn on the old the waterworks and there yeah. was it was that kind of come on, we're going to do this. We're going to, they're going to pick up that, and then we're going to do this, and then we're going to go back to that. And if you can, and if you can cry now, and I'm just like, you have to stop talking now. You have to stop talking, and you have to leave the room and let me do my thing, and I'll do my thing. But I, you have to stop talking. 
hundred percent. Yeah. Tell us. I used to wear headphones to um, and listen to music. And yeah. Sort of block out the yeah. Noise. yeah. And I, I, I've done that before, and it really, really helps. And I wish I had thought of doing it last week because it would have helped. Mm. It would have helped just block out all the noise, and it would have helped me stay focused. Um, but I forgot to, to bring the bloody thing. So I just oh. had to find my, my own way, you know, just staring out a window, <laughs> pretending I was somewhere else. Um, it was a great experience. And um, it's been a while since I've been on that full time and to that intensity as well, you know, like up five every day at home at half seven in the evening. Yeah, and it was like, wow. and I was in yeah. every single scene. Wow. And so it's good to kind of just, it's a bit of a cliche, but to flex that muscle and yeah. then go, oh yeah, and, and then you really get you get tuned up yeah. again, don't you? Get like, oh, I'm on, you know, I, I'm I'm really kind of up for this now, and you can kind of you can. It's funny yeah. how as the days went on, you kind of get more um, capable. Just, I I find actually mm-hmm. it's easier when you're in the intense period because yeah. you're you become match fit. You're in the zone. You're match. Then you fit. can stay in the zone. Whereas sometimes you can, if there's a demand on you to have one big day. And then sort of nothing. Then you're just that's sort of very really yes. yourself up for this one day shoot. Yeah. And that's very pressurized as well. You turn up and you don't know anybody. You haven't got into your groove. You haven't built any momentum and you got to turn it on. That is much harder, definitely. The happiest I ever was shooting anything was on Noble because I was every day, full every days, day. every day and a lot required. And that was, I found that quite easy because yeah. once you're in the zone, you're in yeah. it. And I was very well prepped. So I knew the thing backwards. And then yeah. you're very, very comfortable. Yeah. Um, and I thought, well, this is obviously the way you need to work, do you? You need to be the lead and everything. And that's <laughs> so you better go back to comedy. <laughs> back to the one one. If I'm show. the lead, I'll be fabulous. <laughs> no, if I'm so, the lead and everything, it'd be so, fine. So I'm just going to have my own show. And it's going to be called the Deirdre O'Kane Show. <laughs> Hang on. You do. Yes. <laughs> and that happened too last week. Yeah. Last that week, happened last After I, much delay. And I, for one, got to be in the room. <gasps> yeah. So SJ was there on the one there, of the matinee, the matinee show on the Saturday. I did two I shows last Saturday. How we was were, it? Ellie and I were. She was there. in a box. You were in, in a box. box. We were in a box in the Olympia. We shipped Lewis off to Dee's house um, so Daniel and Holly could hang out with him into town, a couple of hours on our own, into the Olympia, into a box. And the first thing I see is like these the lights and the, the Deirdre O'Kane show. And it's so show busy. And there's like people walking around and there's everything at the dollies and stuff. Stephen is there and he's, you know, got the earphones on. And I suddenly had this moment of, oh, my God, like I I knew what I was coming to see, but I really didn't know what I was coming to see. And I think then the show started and it was so show busy and extraordinary and brilliant and funny and so interactive with the audience. And then she rocked up, Eva, and she just owned it like oh. I'm well it gives me goosebumps that's lovely and and you forget it's not by the way the only reason I'm not interrupting is that I'm just loving hearing your perspective for <laughs> oh, well I want to get lovely my... because I don't you know I don't feel I, don't, I know I, don't, I like I enjoy it like that well I have to I want to give my perspective first off because we lose sight I think we so, we so lose sight of 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 our own abilities, right? I can't wait to see you in this show, Eva, because I know you're going to be extraordinary. Same. But it's when you, but but because I know you are, and I know you are, Dee. But then suddenly you're reminded 
when you see your buddy on screen or when you see your friend in their natural habitat, which is what Dee was doing in the show in, in the Olympia. What's so amazing about you is that you are so self-effacing and you play everything down and you you don't big yourself up. And I was just blown away by you and by the show itself. And and it was it was just such a huge, huge achievement, such a huge achievement. And Amazing. you are a rock star. And oh. and I just yeah, yeah. That's oh, I'm so glad I listened. <laughs> That's what happens when you don't interrupt, you see. That's a lovely. I must sit back and listen more often. You know that beautiful scene in Adam and Paul where, remind me, they wanted Adam. I can't think it's Adam who, I can't remember who's Adam and who's Paul. Just which? Um, Adam wants to sit next to Paul on the bench and there's a Bulgarian who's having a sandwich and and he goes, no, it's me, May. I want it next to me may and i felt like i was sitting in this box in the olympia going that's me may <laughs> like you know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's like, but this is this is d you know but it's like, that's me mate yeah that's me mate. <laughs> the perfect analogy i mean it's just perfect that's lovely that is lovely yeah, and d know. what was your experience of it because i'm sure it's a, you know it's you know you're yeah very sure you're on you're being a rock star in everybody else's eyes but how was your experience of it yeah so my experience is obviously very different but also i guess i'm so I'm so used to the stand-up world. And really, unless you've watched an awful lot of stand-up, then you would come in and say, God, this world is, um, you know, very different, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, I, mm. I'm so used to watching stand-up shows and, you know, going to those kind of events. So it's what I'm expecting. You know, I'm, I, I know, I guess we're trying to as well, re we were trying to reinvent the stand-up show. Like, I traditionally have always believed and still believe that it's incredibly hard to make stand-up work on television. It's a live medium. It's really hard. And a, a lot of the time when I see it on television, it doesn't draw me in. I kind of go, you know, you need to be in the room. This is, it's not the same. Sometimes it works. And I, I think on Netflix, the specials work a little bit better. Um, so I was very sort of like watching every detail and go determined that we would find a way to make this work better. So for me, I was uh, like, I have a monologue at the top of the show, uh, like 10 minutes maybe. And I was in a chair like Dave Allen's. If you remember Dave Allen's, do, yeah. his mm -hmm. from the chair. So I did it in the chair. Uh, so I could be straight down the lens, which was my attempt. So I was very caught up in that. And is this working? Mm. Is this working? Mm. Is that working? And trying to make uh, the house. I've had a house band, as you know. And so trying to connect us and then me try to have some interaction with each act to try and make it a fluid thing, if that makes sense. But yes. Really boring because no, no, just, no, I'm aware this is really boring. So I guess I was really just very focused on, is this working? Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. As opposed yeah. to sitting back and enjoying the, the showbiz of it. I can do that occasionally. As the shows went on, because you did a week of shows, right? Yeah. And so as it went on, did it change and, and get did that element get easier as the, as the days went on that you got to relax and enjoy well, it more and get more Yeah, food? well, interestingly enough, Saturday night. So SJ was at the matinee, matinee. Saturday. And, and I, you know the way, even if you ever did any theatre shows, matinee was always a pain in the ass. But the evening show was always amazing because you were, again, 
just oh, very match fit. Yes. No nerve in your body, just all over. Yes. So it was always a very good show. And that Saturday night was phenomenal. First of all, it was Bill Bailey. And unlike me, he really is a rock star. <laughs> like he's she's got every instrument in the world on the stage. He's playing the keyboards. He's playing the guitar. He's extraordinary. And he's beautiful to watch because his, his energy is just, oh, yeah, this is where I belong. And, uh, you know, he's just yeah. got a cool energy and that show he took the roof off the place he took he? the roof yeah. off and then he jammed with my band and they did a song together and I was able to uh, talk to him and ask him a couple of questions and I thought okay we've arrived we've yeah. arrived I could feel it physically working I thought this is like the Jules Holland show for comedy the whole room is connected you wow. know so, so that was absolutely amazing night. But what a yeah. show, what a way to end! Well, right? well I, did, I, I had one more. I had one on. Oh, the you did. <laughs> okay. What a way to almost end! <laughs> what a way to almost end! <laughs> anyway, it was a good week. Yeah, but then there's also on the Sunday night. I was over at your house. Uh, we had pizza with Daniel and Holly because you were doing the show, and we watched the big deal, the telly show, the competition. With Jeffers oh. and Boy George and the the oh my goodness show, and so it was like a weekend of Jesus, like, the deal came again. And how was that? Excellent. Now listen, oh. you have to know that when Ellie and I first got together, it was the first night when he 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 came to London, and it was a Saturday night, and. I was sitting in front of the TV watching camera. It was, yeah, it was probably X Factor. Yeah. And I, um, he came into the living room and I'm sitting there with a packet of potatoes or whatever it was with tears streaming down my face going, his mother's really sick. She's so tall. And I said, this is me. This is it. This is what you're getting. Because... <laughs> This doesn't go like I love talent shows. Like, <laughs> love them. I'm very fond of them myself. What haven't watched them in years because we've traveled so much and so we've just lost touch with all of that. And so to sit down and watch a talent show again that your mate is hosting the judge and Eva here in it I don't know if you'll get to see it but talk about now like you know actually I have I have a link you gotta see it because I can't get RTE here please send me a link it's not RTE anyway it's Virgin Media just in case oh sorry about that no sorry Virgin but you have to see it if only just to see her in her very happy place like but she said um you said I've been judging all my life <laughs> but now I'm finally getting paid for it <laughs> uh so in the zone like oh, but you know yeah. but like you SJ the reason for that is that I I I'm very fond of talent shows oh. I don't like the ones where they bring on rubbishy acts yeah no. I, I have no interest in that and we didn't have any of that mm. it was no, all it's to all a standard talent. yeah mm. so therefore and that who doesn't love talent I mean you know what I mean and, yeah. and you're looking at these people and they're so vulnerable and like an awful lot of people on this show hadn't been on a stage for, for the guts of two years because of the pandemic so you're looking at kids age 16 17 get up to sing a song in, in the three arena and I'm on an enormous stage and they've only sung in their bedroom before so Incredible. like you're, yeah. you're with is. them you know you're absolutely you're rooting willing for them to do well mm -hmm. and you yeah, and then, and then you're all the time trying to think of 
something different to say to each person so you're not repetitive and something kind and maybe could you be funny and all the things. But at this, with all of that, it was the least pressure I've ever been under in terms of a job. Yeah, but you can see like, I was enjoying face, it. I was yeah. enjoying the show as I watched it. And and I wasn't having to make the room laugh. It wasn't sure. the same. It's not the same stand-up pressure or even actor pressure. Come on, cry now. You yeah. know, like there was none yeah. of that. It was really now, would you, would you consider wow. yourself now, Dee, would you consider yourself more of a Simon, um, what's his face? Callow. Uh, Cowell. No, not Cowell. <laughs> no, that's the actor, isn't it? <laughs> what's his face? I'm none of those people. None of those. I, I'm none of those people. But I do think, <laughs> though, that I have a, a good nose for talent, you know, and, and an awful lot of it is, have you got a bit of star quality? You know, when you're out trying to identify yeah, yeah. and it's really very clear when somebody does and when they don't. And, yeah. and also a lot of the time, it's interesting watching it back because sometimes you see a singer and you go, Jesus, I was watching one last week and he was fabulous and I hadn't put him through and I thought, wow. But in the room, it hadn't grabbed me in mm. my heart, but on the telly, it was, it it was a flawless performance now he went through thank god yeah uh, and i and i said as much i said i'm really glad you went through you can yeah. sing but just didn't grab me here yeah and that's really interesting to watch yeah yeah, yeah. but anyway i most mostly i just tried to be really fair and right <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I wanted to come back to that because I wanted to, because I know people who are listening are always fascinated by actors who have to cry on demand or be emotional on demand. So I wanted to just go back to that and ask you, did it work? Were you, were, did it all happen for you? Were you pleased? I had, I had, I had two, two separate days where I had to do the, the, the crying and it was, it was up and down. One of the days, um, it's kind of a tricky scene because I sort of had to start already, um, at a certain level and be, I well I don't normally use tear stick I just do my own thing and actually because of all the craziness that was going on I start she wanted me sort of puffy eyed to begin with and I said right well I'm gonna put some tear stick on to get me puffy eyed you'd have to and then this tear stick dries up obviously after about a take so I just left it then because I was left with the puffy eyes but then I, I got into the zone and and the and the the actual tears they came that day. They actually, they actually did for whatever reasons, because sometimes I just don't. And I had another on the few days later, I had a, another scene where I think it's because she hadn't, I hadn't expected to 
that I didn't think that was going to be required. I didn't think I was going to have to 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 do it. And um, they sort of said at the um, after one take, I think maybe just burst into tears at the end of it. <laughs> oh like, God! Oh Jesus! The pressure. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was very hit and miss. There's a couple of takes I did. There's a couple of takes I didn't. I even had it one take where I was just I like literally fake cried. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we can use that one. But then also what I had to remember because it's, it's a tricky show. It's 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 there's there's lots of comedy in it and there's lots of drama in it. And it's in 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 every scene it kind of you know teeters on that on the the line between the two. Um wow, that's fascinating. Probably, yeah. Yeah. And when if you've scenes where you think, oh, this is an emotional scene, you generally forget that there's a comic element to it all. So it's trying to Hmm. to pitch it right so it was a bit so it's it it quite sort of and I, and I guess you know that was sort of I think what adds to the the workload on set is that there's countless takes a lot of, you know most you just do a huge amount of takes because you're constantly discovering and the director's discover, you know trying to figure out what way this is going to play you know that we could have a yeah. more serious or else we could go for the more you know comic route so she kind of gets rings every last drop of comedy or emotion out of it so she's got lots of options which is great because you do walk away from kind of going well I I gave them a whole range of stuff and then they can decide what what they want to do with it well and that's that's brilliant I mean so so impressive like I mean for anybody listening to be told for a director to say maybe just at the end just burst into tears at the end of the scene that's yeah yeah no and that and I and I struggled that day because I hadn't I hadn't it came as a surprise so I hadn't sort of been preparing for that so I was I was sort of there was I found that harder than 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 the first day doing it. And also because just sometimes the tears don't come, you know? You can try and be, everybody's got their own um process to get them there, whatever you're you're you know, you have to go through. Yeah, and to, to say to this to, to the stage. listeners, it's not it's not thinking about your dead cat. It's mm-hmm. it's not that. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. It's nothing very yeah. yeah. just being in the yeah. it's the zone. Yeah. yeah it is, it is. But but then you know there is it's memory recall for, for I think for a lot of people. So a lot of the time I think, you know, I certainly have drawn on you know lots of personal stuff to get me to that emotional level because I'm you know because the emotion is akin to the emotion in the scene but obviously the the experiences aren't aren't the same I haven't experienced what the characters experience but I know what the emotions like yeah, so I, a lot of time would do absolutely I, I I need to do a memory recall on on, on that but there's some days we kind of go well I've thought about I've gone to therapy for that I, I have no <laughs> yeah. tears left on that anymore you know and I had a bit of that inside you know and I was like I've actually had a good quite a good time in my life and, that, and those things don't, I don't access them as readily as I did maybe 15 years ago you know I'm pretty happy <laughs> well in that particular case you can think about your dead cat <laughs> I can have a cat that nearly died nearly died <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have you ever tried uh, um, the hunger, the hunger for your emotion. Um, I've discovered this, that if I've had to do anything emotional um, on a set, that if I hadn't eaten anything, my emotions are much more to the surface. You know, somebody else said that to me last week about not eating before emotional scenes. And it's not something I'd ever heard of before. I think it was because it was just before lunch. They went, oh, you pop, you know. I, w- I would never eat now lunch if I had emotional scenes coming up. And I, and I was like, really? And it's not, I, I didn't, I'd never heard of that, but maybe I should try. I should I, I, try it's interesting. It never even crossed your mind. I really angry. <laughs> really angry I just my scene. I, yeah, well, 
it's a bit it's kind of hangry and it's like imagine like you're very hungry so you're you you become more emotional you're everything is just more tangible you're just sort of on the edge you're like yeah slightly fraught so your whole body is just (laughs) sort of ready for fucking whatever (laughs) yeah yeah i'll try that i have more teary stuff coming up top acting tips from (laughs) don't eat So that was us two. Um, SJ, what happened in your life last week? Well, a lot happened in my life. Um, Acting-wise, there was the audiobook. I finished the audiobook last night. Yay! Yay! Finished it. Oh, well done. There was tears and... Tears for the book. Tears within you. You were crying as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, there's generally, yeah, yeah, tears in the book. No, but there's not just tears, but in this particular book... There are sex scenes in it, you know. Please and tell me how you do it, please. I just can't so, imagine. Yes. Now, here's the thing. I had a great chat with my friend, Alan Smith, um, who's an other brilliant actor. And he and I were chatting about that um, because this time Ellie was going to be my sound engineer. And when you read the book and you go... So to paint this picture for people listening, you're going to... Do a sort of sex scene, like talk through a sex scene in an audiobook while your husband is your engineer. Now, here's the thing. I've done this before, but when I started talking to Alan about it, he was like, oh, no, when, whenever I'm reading a book and something like that comes up, if I see hardened tunic, I press pseudonym, ah, ah. pseudonym. like he just puts that, he does a pen name. And I was like, what? He's like, oh, yeah. As soon as there's any mention of nipples or a hardened tunic, <laughs> pseudonym. And I was like, that's fucking hilarious. I've read so many hardened tunics and I never even thought about changing my name. And uh, and so I said, well, there's a few hardened tunic moments and this as well. And I was like, Ellie's going to be the sound engineer. And so usually the sound engineer is somebody you don't know, which is equally awkward because, it's, <laughs> you know, mid twenties guy in a booth opposite you and you're reading these scenes. But the thing is, you just get on with it. It's not like, of course, you're a professional, whatever. Like, yeah. you know, it's not a thing. But having Ellie out there, I knew that it would be weird for him. But the truth is that it's the least sexy thing. You're just reading the lines, but then sometimes you stumble over the words and then you have to go back. And so any sort of illusion that you might've had that, oh, this could get very spicy. (laughs) Maybe we'll take a little tea break and uh, take our hardened tunics into the bedroom. (laughs) Um, No, that didn't happen at all, at all. But then everything turned on its head um, on Wednesday. We're in the middle of the audiobook, stoppy, starty, lots of stoppy, starty because of, you know, this, that and the other. And then um, Lewis hurt his arm in the playground and uh, it was just, you know, you know, we could tell like, it was a bit swollen and um, we put a little like a wristband around it. And then the following day, it was still swollen and Ellie uh, said, I, we're going to need to take him to the, to the GP. So we didn't have a GP. So then we really, you know, stepped up, called so many places around, found a place. And they said, yeah, they would take take Lewis and take us on. And so Ellie took Lewis off. But I still had to record the book. And I said to Ellie, I'll just do it myself. I'll just I'll just do the sound engineering myself. And he 
set me up on his computer because mine isn't good enough for that. And Ellie took Lewis to the GP and his fucking wrist was broken. And then they had to go up to Crumlin um, in a taxi is fine. Like it's not a big, this like a buckles fracture, but it was an event, which meant that Ellie and Lewis went off on their big adventure for the day to Crumlin. And, um, and I stayed home and recorded the book on my own. And it, was great because it meant that all of those stoppy starty bits I'm not wasting Ellie's time you know I I I would get really frustrated with myself when I you of course you make mistakes and you stumble but but you're not apologizing to somebody else anybody it's just me and I was able to direct myself and I was less conscious of him going oh my god this is such a fucking pain in the ass not that he's annoyed with anything that I'm doing but just he's not writing He's here sitting at a desk listening to me read this book, whereas he could be writing. And suddenly it was, I'm able to do this. I can do this myself, which is great. Um, and so they so went that was out. a great discovery. It was wasn't a really it? great discovery. So we got the GP. Lewis went out to Crumlin. Ellie had the first experience of Irish healthcare system, which completely blew his mind. He, we paid obviously for the GP visit and then they got in a cab, went out to Crumlin and he said it was the most incredible experience he's had. He's an American, right? So you you go to a hospital with a buckle fracture and you don't have health insurance, which we don't have yet because we're not set up in the HSC and we're not set up with the private health care yet. We're still in the process. So we were prepared to throw down a couple hundred euro and you didn't have to pay a thing. And he was like, so who do I pay? What do I? Oh, no, you don't do anything. That's fine. You're fine. You're dead. So he came home elated going, Oh my God, I love Ireland. Like, this is amazing. And Lewis had his little splint on his hand and they had, and, and the people in Crumlin were so kind because it's a children's hospital. So everything there is geared towards kids. And Lewis was, oh, mom. And they had these playgrounds and there were so many cafes and they just like, so the boys went off on their vacation. Yeah, they had a big day out. And I left you with your heart and tunic all to yourself. And I so I went and I had an old wank of my own. I'd like to hear your, do you have a voice? It's like a sex voice. I don't. I just use my own voice. And that's why Alan is like, like, because like, you know, if you want to hear Sarah Jane read some sex scenes and then just look up the audiobook she's read. Now they don't all have sex scenes in them and they're not sex scenes. Like in it with the audiobook companies, they, they will always ask you, are you prepared to read adult literature? And so I've said no up to now, but sometimes it's, it's always the kind of historical fiction books that are set in their love stories. I forget when I say, sure, I'll read that book. And it's like set in Ireland. And it's like way back in the, you know, the 1800s. And of course, it's going to be some like, you know, some like pardon is going to get it on. And I always forget. And I'm like, oh my God. So that, but that all happened the same day. So when Lewis hurt his arm, you know, he started back to school and, um, the the Wednesday before that and then he that evening where he had the swollen wrist and we got an email from another school offering him the place so we we had to decide there and then if we wanted to take him out of the new school and sign all the forms the following day to send him to the new new school (laughs) (laughs) which Which you did did. and so he started at the new new school on Monday so that was the week and so it was a big week week. it was a big week yeah I am very happy very very happy 
um, that Ellie, you know, had such a good hospital experience because the, the hospitals in Ireland get a terrible rep because of our waiting lists and stuff, you know. Yeah. How, but my experience, you know, of what we went through, because when we when Steve got his cancer diagnosis, we were in the exactly the same boat as you in that we had only moved back to Ireland. We were only in the country two weeks. So like that, we had no health insurance because yeah. all of those forms yeah. were sitting on the kitchen table waiting to be done because that's not the first thing you do. You have no. so many things so to, do to do that you're, you you're kids. Yeah, your health insurance isn't the first but thing. But also, you need to get health insurance. You need the PPS number. So that yes, is correct. the first step. Yeah, exactly. And all those things take a little bit of time. So you wouldn't be. However, as it turned out, you know, we never got the private health insurance. It was too late. But once he went into that hospital and he was in the system, he got the best care in the world. I mean, we have... You know, we, you know, we have centers of excellence for cancer treatment. I think we've got like six of them uh, around the country. And I mean, they are excellent, like excellent. And he paid virtually nothing, virtually nothing for all. And they saved his life. I mean, so incredible. Yeah. So our health service is not, you know, yeah. it's not an awful system. Now, we've had terrible scandals and the, and the cervical cancer and terrible things have happened. But, you know, it has to be said because the poor old medics, when Steve wrote his book yeah. um, praising the medics, an awful lot of them came back to him and said, oh, my God, we needed your book yeah. so badly. We just yeah. get hammered every sure, day sure. in the press yeah. every it's day. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, that's that's the thing when you are coming from the U.S. where it's I mean, it's. It's insane. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't get an X-ray. You wouldn't get an down X-ray. a couple just, hundred dollars. You wouldn't. No, you just wouldn't. Um, and we so don't that, realize. We don't realize how lucky we are until we really don't know. You rock up to A and E, you will be looked after. Yeah. End of. End yeah. of. No matter who or what you are. So that was very good. So you got a GP. Yeah. Got a new school. Yeah. Yeah. Finished Big the book. week. And lose his arm. Is it okay? Oh, it's fine. fine. Yeah. Gave him a little bit of cool, you know, and you rock into school with a with a yeah, with a cast or a splint. <laughs> Here a I am, and there's I'm more of me to follow. <laughs> and isn't he a trooper? I mean, starting one school is such a you know can be well traumatic for my son, <laughs> but but let's say emotional for for others. Um, to do it twice in 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 the matter of days is really yeah, quite it was amazing. It was, but I think it was the. He knew he knew that it, you know, the other school was was a was a good school too, you know. Yes, and and yeah. and for him, it's always right. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I know. What he's, do you he's think? So adaptable. Yeah, because he's been brilliant. doing it for a long time. Yeah, you know, and that's so. I think it, it is. He takes uh, in a stride, doesn't he? It was actually a very good thing as well, SJ, that it happened as quickly as it did and he hadn't formed any major Big attachments. Big time, yeah. He yeah, hadn't time. made a best friend or anything like yes. that. So so yeah. quick band-aid off quickly is, yeah. is a good thing too. Yeah. So well Big done. Time. I was so aware of the three of us. Like I'm like, oh God, Eva's doing her thing. Oh, and Jesus, Jesus, another thing. And we're just like, oh my God. Like, you know, you're so it's aware been, of this thing. I know, it's been like full on, full on a couple of weeks. Full on weeks, yeah. you know? Yeah. And you just want to get to the point where see them and the see them on the podcast. <laughs> this is the highlight of my day. Like, <laughs> 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Dear Joe O'Kane podcast with me, SJ, and Eva B. And this week's episode was called That's Me Mate. And where would we be without all of our mates? Well, I certainly wouldn't be doing this podcast without my two mates, that's for sure. And we certainly couldn't do it if it wasn't for all of you. So thank you all for listening as ever and for liking and subscribing and following and rating us and all of those things. And we'll see you all again next week. This podcast is powered by the ACAST Creator Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.